Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibb, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, uh, also SZA, BTS, Zayn Malik, and Joe Biden. Let's get started. Roll it. J.A.G. Up on the blog and I'm chilling up at NYC. Up on the train and the radio is all I need. In the views and celeb news, I let see. That's entertainment. Who became famous? Number one source of pop culture. Radio or not, we gon' chase it. That's entertainment. Save adolescents from the ghetto town of Asia. Gotta make a change in. That's entertainment. Wednesdays afternoon at 1 p.m. So baby, don't forget the tune. The business is nice. The jazz is the better cruise. There is no car for win because you plan to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about it, click on the follow-up button on the top of the show page. That way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, the call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656 and press the number one. Also like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com slash that's entertainment dot radio. Follow us on Twitter at that's entertain one. That's T H A T S Entertain in the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto fourteen. Stiletto like the shoe. S T I L E T T O in the number fourteen. You can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. Right now the current temperature in the NY is a sunny fifty two degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I want to give a shout out to all my listeners out there. Thank you for once again for joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon. Um before we get started, don't forget to watch the Grammy Awards. They're going to be on this Sunday, March 14th at 8 p.m. Eastern on CBS. Don't forget to watch. Uh, also, uh, this Saturday actually is the start of Daylight Savings Time, so you got to set your clock one hour ahead. You know, they say spring forward, fall back. So this weekend is daylight savings time, people. It seems like every year it gets earlier and earlier. So, yeah, daylight saving time this Saturday Saturday night into Sunday morning. Don't forget to change your clock so you can be to work and at school on time. Um Lots to talk about this week. I don't know if you have heard or seen the latest bombshell interview that the Duchess of Sussex, Meghan Markle, and Prince Harry gave for Oprah Winfrey on Sunday night talking about the allegations of what's going on with the royal family as far as uh, the racial uh, allegations. I mean, woo. I'm telling you, uh, 
I couldn't think of. I mean, I think I think she received over seventeen point. I forgot the number. Over seventeen plus million. Uh, watched that interview on Sunday night. Now I don't know the numbers in the UK, but it was big. It was big, and you know. As long as I've been doing this show, you know, you know how my feeling is about racism. And I told you that racism is going to, it has no place in this world anymore. It just destroys the world. I don't, and it doesn't matter who, you know, you look at Meghan Markle, the Duchess of Sussex, you see a fair skin, a light skin, biracial woman, and still, she was treated as all they see is a black woman. That's all they see. And thank God for her loving husband, Prince Harry, to help her get out of that situation because it was it was terrible. She talked about committing suicide. She was also pregnant. She cried for help. Nobody wanted to help her that she alleged. Just a mess. And I just want to make this point clear that it does you know, everybody, you know, there's a lot of people who are saying they support Megan. They, I support her. I think she, I was brave of her for her to come out. But also at the same time, there are people who don't believe her that think she's making this up. How can you make up such a thing? And I'll tell you, one celebrity, Bethany Frankel, didn't believe her. Uh, I think Sharon Osbourne uh she was standing on the side of a Pierce Morgan, and you know I gotta tell you about Pierce Morgan. He quit his show because he has a history with Megan. He 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 doesn't care for her, and it took her his colleague to stand up to him and say you are dead wrong. So caused him to throw his hands up and leave. But that's just not only just the tip of the iceberg. We got other stories to talk about. Um, SZA is in the news. Uh, apparently she's uh, uh, people are accusing her of lying to her fans. Uh, in a series of tweets, uh, she wrote some cryptic messages that fans thought were were her comments on the allegation. I'll tell you what she said about it. Also, BTS is getting their own talk show. That's right. So for all the people who are big BTS fans, ARMY, you know who I'm talking about. This is, goes out to the ARMY. They're getting their own talk show. I'll talk about more about that. Uh, Zayn Malik uh, has joined a growing list of stars who have taken aim at the Grammys, insisting that the award show has little to do with talent. Tell you more about it. Joe Biden is losing two of his loyal companions at the White House, and uh, it's not who you think it is. I'll tell you more about that. Um, so lots to go, lots to talk about this week. But most importantly, that bombshell interview that Meghan Markle gave with Oprah Winfrey and Prince Harry about the allegations associated with the the White House, and even Oprah Winfrey couldn't believe some of the things that she was saying because it was just shocking. And I'm going to say this. And a lot of people don't believe what she said. They don't believe that that was happening. I'm going to tell you this, I don't, no family is perfect. I don't care who you are, whether you're royal, rich, poor, whatever, no family is perfect. Let's get that straight right now. If the royal family have issues about race, 
they have to be addressed. Allegedly, they have to be addressed. They have any allegations regarding race, they need to address it. I know Queen Elizabeth did come out with a statement saying that she was sad to hear about this and that they were going to address it privately. No family is perfect. Uh, whether you were the royals or whether you were uh, family uh, from um, Mobile, Alabama, no family is perfect. Everybody got flaws in their family. So the royals are no different. Just because of their titles, titles aside, no family is perfect. With that being said, um, the Duchess of Sussex uh, actually texts Oprah Winfrey just before the bombshell interview on uh, that aired on uh, Sunday night, March 7th, in America. And the former actress who stunned viewers with her candid revelation about what drove her and Prince Harry to step away from the royal family has just put her son to bed at her home in California when she reached out to Oprah, who was a bundle of nerves just before the show aired on the East Coast. In a follow-up chat on CBS This Morning on Monday, Oprah Winfrey said that she got a text from Megan the day before asking her how she was doing before she was, and, and, and she was just putting Archie to bed, waiting on the West Coast feed and had no idea what was happening on the East Coast. And Oprah told her from that everything was going well and, and, and she knew it's going to be airing. But Oprah went on to say that she was hoping to have a conversation with the Duke and Duchess on Monday. And during the explosive interview, pregnant Meghan and Harry revealed that their second baby will be a little girl and they were concerned about their firstborn skin tone as the Duchess is a mixed race. And Megan contemplated suicide shortly after falling pregnant with the couple's son, Archie, due to attacks from the British media and a lack of protection from the fa- uh, royal family. Uh, Harry also confessed to having a strange relationship with his father, Prince Charles, revealing he and his brother, Prince William, were trapped in an outdated institution. And Oprah told CBS this morning that she was surprised that the Duke and Duchess was so open and forthcoming, especially when they revealed details of the alleged conversation with a member of the royal family who expressed concern about the color of their unborn son, Archie's skin. And off-camera, Prince Harry assured the talk show host it was not the Queen nor the Duke of Ellenburg who made the remark. And Winfrey, when asked... What surprised Oprah Winfrey during the interview, she said that the the skin tone, that was that also surprised me too. But at the same time, you know, this, this discussion about what color Archie's skin tone would be was a surprise. And even, you know, even Oprah was like, you could hear Oprah saying, whoa, I cannot believe you're saying this to me right now. Um. You know, it, it it's just sad, and I say it time and time again. Racism is is just is destroying this world, and it doesn't matter where you're from, what country. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's everywhere, and it it just got to stop. And it, what are we teaching the next generation? What are we teaching the next generation? And like I said, not all families are perfect, not even the royals. So if they got an issue, it does have to be addressed. And hopefully 
They'll get down to get to the bottom of it. But you know what's killing me is that a lot of people don't believe her story. They don't believe the allegations. And that's what gets me a little upset because, you know, here this woman was going, the media, the British media was eating her alive. They were saying all these things. And it just made me wonder if that was, um, if that was Kate, Prince um, William's wife, would it would be the same thing? No, it wouldn't because, um, I mean, I, and also this is another point I wanted to say. If Prince Harry had did the interview, just say if Prince Harry had did the interview, one-on-one interview with Oprah, and if he had said the alleged allegations about the racist thing about the baby and everything, would they not believe him? Why did why people don't believe it? Because it came out of Meghan's mouth. But if had Prince Harry had did the interview, would they not believe him? No, they, I think I think it wouldn't be. I would think it would be different. I think they would believe every word he said because it came out of Prince Harry's mouth. But because it came out of Meghan's mouth, oh, she uh, she's making it up. She don't know. She uh, I don't believe her. Bethany Frankel from the Real Housewives of New York. Uh, She's the one who um, created the whole brand, Skinny Skinny Girls, and her clothing. She was one of them that didn't believe the story. And I'm like, how you? Why? Why does not people don't find this hard to believe? Um, but I'm going to talk about the celebrities that did praise Megan for coming forward and being brave. Beyonce. She has joined the list of celebrities rallying behind Meghan Markle following her tell-all interview with Oprah. The R&B diva had publicly expressed her support for the Duchess of Sussex, praising the latter for her courage and leadership, which the singer said was was inspiring. Two days after the airing of the explosive interview on CBS, Beyonce took to her official website to weigh in on it, making it simple yet heartfelt. And this is what she wrote. She said, thank you, Megan. Quote, thank you, Megan, for your courage and leadership. We are all strengthened and inspired by you, along with a picture of the two of them when they met at the London premiere of The The Lion King in 2019, back in July of 2019. Fans were moved by Beyonce's kind gesture and supportive comments to another female public figure with one writing, Queen Bee supporting her princess. Another comment, thank you, Beyonce, for your supporting message to Meghan Markle. A third person said, quote, imagine Beyonce being inspired by you. The power that Rachel, uh, that Meghan Markle holds is beyond human comprehension, while someone else simply said, I love this. Beyonce's statement on Meghan comes following the airing again of the interview that Oprah with Meghan and Harry on CBS on Sunday, March 7th, and during the sit-down, the pregnant Duchess made some shocking revelation, including the royal concern about the son's skin color and her suicide thoughts due to attack from the British media and the lack of protection from the royal family. And soon after the interview aired, Serena Williams, Meghan's best friend, posted a statement on Instagram, and this is what she wrote. She said, quote, Meghan Markle, my selfless friend, lives her life and leads by example with empathy and compassion. She teaches me every day what it means to be truly noble, seemingly referring to Meghan's bombshell confession in the interview. 
She also said, quote, her words illustrate the pain and cruelty she experienced. The tennis ace defended Megan against the media negative portrayal of the former actress, and she said, quote, I know firsthand the, the sexism and racism institution and the media used to vilify women and people of color to minimize us, to break us down and to demonize us. We must recognize our obligation to decry malicious, unfounded gossip and tabloid journalism. The mental health consequences of systemic oppression and victimization are devastating, isolating, and all too often lethal. She said, I want Megan's daughter, my daughter, and your daughter to live in a society that is dry by respect. Keep in memory the footage of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness. Goodness, faith, mildness, self-control. Again, such things there is no law. I'm so proud of you for being so brave, and I know it's never easy, unquote. And meanwhile, inaugural poet Amanda Gorman, she tweeted this. She said, Megan is living the life Diana should have had. If only those around her had been as brave as she was. Megan isn't living a life without pain, but a life without a prison. This isn't Megan Prince's happy ending, but sometimes change. The decision that brings us the most hurt aren't about happiness, but healing. Unclear if this will change the royal family, but Megan's strength will certainly redefine families everywhere. Think of the women who will be inspired to stand up for their lives, the partners who will be kinder and more courageous than the kin they were born onto, into. Mm-mm-mm. Whoa, that powerful. Powerful. And Hugh Jackman had peeped praise on the Duke of Duchess of Sussex for having the courage to speak out about her suicide fears during the early months of their marriage. Uh, Hugh Jackman, who is a patron of the Suicide Prevention Charity in Sydney, Australia, watched the TV special with his wife, actress and activist Deborah Lee Furness. And Deborah, I'm sorry. And on Monday, he took the social media to urge all his fans and followers to watch Oprah revealing interview with Meghan and Harry. America's former First Lady and Secretary of State Hillary Clinton also weighed in on the TV special during which Meghan revealed the members of the royal family were concerned about the color of her son's skin when she, was, when she fell pregnant. And White House Press Secretary Jen uh, 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 Psaki also prayed the Duchess for her courage at a press briefing on Monday. Also, uh, newly unemployed peer Morgan still didn't didn't believe Meghan Markle. He felt uh, his needs to make it known. Uh, the controversial talk show quit Good Morning Britain Tuesday after being publicly chained by his colleague on air for his remark about Meghan. But taking himself off camera isn't going to keep Meg, uh, Morgan quiet. On Monday, this is what he said. He said he didn't believe Meghan Markle in her Oprah interview. He said he had time to reflect on this opinion, and he still don't. If you did, okay. He tweeted with a quote by Winston Churchill. He said, quote, freedom of speech is a hill I'm happy to die on. Thanks for all the love and hate. I'm off to spend more time with my opinions, end quote. Um, Again, he um, accused the suit actress of lying about the, the racism that she had encountered at Buckingham Palace and her suicide thoughts. He said that 
he said straight out that he didn't believe a word she said, and he wouldn't believe her if she read him a weather report. Now, the backlash followed almost immediately, including from mental health groups that said Morgan dismissal only made it harder for people to ask for help when they need it. But on the on-air scolding from weatherman Alex Beresford seems to be the last straw for Morgan, who stormed off the set Tuesday before quitting a few hours later. And this, and I got to give it to the weatherman. You, you, you know, finally somebody's standing up and telling you know, a lot, a lot of people don't care for uh, Pierce Morgan, but finally, and we need people to call people out when they are dead wrong. We need more people like this when you are you know you're wrong for saying that, and the truth will you be just be honest. You don't care for her, okay? And that's why you're saying this. And this is what he said. He said, I understand you don't like Meghan Markle. You made that so clear a number of times on this program, a number of times. And I understand you got a personal relationship with Meghan Markle or had one, and she cut you off. She's entitled to cut you off if she wants to. Has she said anything about you since she cut you off? I don't think she has. But yet you continue to trash her, unquote. In a 2018, in 2018, during an appearance on Ireland Late Late Show, Morgan claimed that Marco ghosted him in 2016 after they had drinks hour before she met Prince Harry at a party. So this is what it all boiled down to. It, and as far as Bethany Frankel, I don't know what's her issue because, you know, like I said, if this had came out of Prince Harry's mouth, would it been more believable? I think so. You think people wouldn't say, oh, Prince Harry's lying, he's making it up, it's not true. But because it came out of her mouth, oh, nobody can oh, she don't know what she's talking about. She, uh, I don't believe her, I don't believe she's suicidal. And speaking of suicide, if for anyone out there who uh, are thinking about suicide uh, thoughts or uh, contemplating uh, committing suicide, there's a hotline that you can call. And I want to give you guys this number. Anybody out there, if you are contemplating suicide and you need help, you have nowhere to turn, and you need someone to talk to, and you try to talk to people and people are not uh, believing you or not taking you serious, here's the number that you need to call. That's 1-800-273-8255. Again, this is the number to the suicide hotline. That's one 800 273 8255. Right now we have 22 minutes after the hour. You're just tuning in. You're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. Uh, today we're talking about the bombshell interview with uh, with the Duchess of Sussex, Meghan Markle, and Prince Harry, the 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 three-hour interview that they sat down with Oprah Winfrey talking about the alleged racism in the royal family. Um, but we got other stories. You know, that's just, I, you know, I'm I'm upset because why is it that when it's a woman of color 
that when she's going through something, if she's not feeling good, if she's not feeling right, if she's thinking about contemplating, why does nobody believe her? Why everything, why when she's saying that this is what she's going through, nobody takes her seriously? Why is a black woman once again being disrespected? Why once again a woman of color is not taken seriously? Why she got to be called all these names? Because she said something that you didn't like. It's got to stop. Because you know damn well, you know damn well, if it came out of Prince Harry's mouth or if it came out of Kate's mouth, people would have believed it. And you know that's true. You know that's true. Let's move on. Um, Talking about... um, Another black woman, um, SZA, singer, R&B singer SZA, she appeared to have responded to these uh, allegations that she was lying, that she was, they they were leveled at her by a fan. And in a series of tweets, the Good Days songstress wrote some cryptic messages that fans thought were her comments on the allegation. And this is what she wrote over the weekend, seemingly not wanting to entertain the fans who accused her of lying about her personal information. SZA went on to say in a separate tweet, I hate it here. So um, she also said, I'll be dead if I gave an F. SZA also shared a message directed to herself saying, get over it at myself. The eyebrow-raising tweet arrived at the fan posted on March 2nd, a lengthy thread detailing everything that the person believed SZA was lying about. The fan accused SZA of lying about never having a TV by posting a photo of SZA sitting in front of a TV. The person also shut down SZA, claimed that she's not a cake or pie person, as a picture featured her enjoying a birthday cake. In the thread, the fan also alleged that the uh, alluded that the All the Stars singer allegedly lied about her freckles, saying that her freckles were actually fake and badly drawn. The, the account also mentioned about rumors that Drake messed with SZA when she was a minor, writing, quote, she had to come out and clear up some things so people would think she was a minor, but all this did was reveal she's been lying about her age. She claimed to be born in 1991, but the EP had her birth year as 1989. The fan also claimed that SZA went to Delaware State and didn't graduate despite saying that she had a marine biology degree from an Ivy League school. And the person additionally accused the R&B singer of faking some trivial information about herself, including her uh, allergy to most fruits and vegetables. And despite the allegations, the user insisted that the post wasn't meant to urge people to cancel the All, all the Star songstress. Nobody's telling you to cancel SZA for some lying. Artists have done way worse and still get streamed. They're harmless lies. What makes it funny is how random and pointless the lies are. That's all. It's all fun and games, just jokes. Y'all making it too deep, said the user. But still, you know... You know, it just goes to show you that when it comes to certain individuals that there's no respect, that they're making things up, that they're lying and all kinds of things. So, I mean, if this user was just making fun of the whole thing, that's, that's not how you have fun. You don't you don't uh, make fun of people and try to put them on blast because you find that they there might have been some one or two things that were not right with the story. So, uh, 
good news for you armies out there, and you, if you know who I'm talking about, BTS fans are called Army, and they're going to be really excited about this news. BTS is getting their own talk show. That's right. KBS will broadcast a hope-filled special title, Let's BTS, this month to highlight the group's message of encouragement and comfort that they, that they have delivered thus far. Not only did BTS top Billboard's Hot 100 with their comforting track, Dynamite, but they were also nominated for the Best Pop Duo Group Performance category at the 63rd Annual Grammy Awards. That's going to be happening this Sunday, March 14, 8 p.m. Eastern on CBS. The talk show will extend the group's message, All Hope, with heartfelt discussions and live performances. The production team hinted at a unique interaction between the group and fans and commented, saying, let BTS will not only display BTS artistry as a global artist, but also their individual stories as young men living through these times. There will be segments where they share deep conversations, untold stories will unravel in various ways. The special is expected to convey a type of comfort that only BTS can offer. The production team further stated that special stages that are set apart from previous ones are in preparation. The special will be a a chance to feel the power of the comfort they deliver through music. There will also be guest appearances by fellow celebrities, although it is still unknown who they will be. And the talk show is set to offer a fun dynamite further enhanced by being hosted by Shen Don Yup, popular comedian Jang Do uh, Do Young and Young, and will also participate as a host for a segment. Let's BTS. That's the special gift presented by BTS to the world, will air March 29th at 10.40 p.m. Korean Standard Time on KBS 2 TV. Right now we have uh, uh, 30 minutes after the hour. I'm going to go ahead and take a music break, and when I come back, I'm I'm going to uh, continue with the story with Zayn Malik. Um, you know, BTS has just been nominated for a Grammy, but Zayn Malik has something to say about the Grammys that's going to be coming up. And uh, Joe Biden is losing two of his loyal companions, so don't go anywhere. Just know I'm serious, I ain't in a play of mind game 
We could go round, so I wanna eat it like an entree. Favorite position, I be hitting that all kind of way. You throw it back, I spin three sacks, I feel like Andre. You in a zodiac, so tell me what your signs say. Won't take your love for granted, they could all be gone today. Let's get away, suck off, way out in Monterey. You said you scared of heights, but I know you ain't scared to ride. Come round, reside, put the to the side. And when you mad, made me love when we collide. Could tell I was invited, how you let me come inside. Made me switch plans, had to change up the course. And we know that love don't feel the same when it's forced. You could pick me hopping out the range of the Porsche. Now you mad, slapping lemonade in a Porsche. Well, I Entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with the host Tammy Jones Gibbs right here on Block Talk Radio. Right now we got 26 minutes left remaining in the show. Uh, that was uh, the latest from GEZ featuring Chris Brown and Provide. They did a sampling of Return of the Mac, which is that sounds really really cool. Uh, before we went to the music break, I was going to tell you about uh, Zayn Malik. Uh, he has joined the growing list of stars who have taken aim at the Grammy bosses, insisting that the award show had little to do with talent. As Recording Academy officials prepare for this year's Pride Giving on Sunday, March 14, the former One Direction star has revealed he has never been a fan of Music Big Night or the people behind the scenes. In a surprise tweet, new dad Zayn blasts them, saying, Quote, F the Grammys and everyone associated. Unless you shake hands and send gifts, there's no nomination considerations. Next year, I'll send you a basket of confectionery, unquote. It isn't clear what prompts Zane attack, but it comes after Grammy bosses were hammered by critics for failing to honor the weekend with a single 2021 nomination, despite his stellar 2020, during which he broke chart records with his album After Hours and the single Blinding Light, which this week chalked up a full year in the Billboard Hot 100 Top 10. The Canadian star previously took aim at Grammy bosses after his nomination snub, writing, quote, The Grammys remain corrupt. You owe me, my fans, and the industry transparency. He later admitted he was blindsided by the snub. While the weekend was completely overlooked at the Grammys, the Savior Tear singer is aimed to strike gold at the 2021 Juno Award in his native country. He dominates the nomination with sick nods 
including Artist of the Year, Single of the Year, and Album of the Year honors, as well as the Songwriter of the Year, Contemporary R&B Recording of the Year, and the Juno Fan Choice Trophy. The Juno Awards is like the Canadian version of the Grammys. Joe Biden is losing two of his loyal companions at the White House. The president's dogs, Major and Champ, has reportedly been kicked out of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue after displaying aggressive behavior toward a member of the White House security. Uh, CNN reported saying that the Biden incident involved Major, the youngest of the president, President Biden and First Lady Jill Biden's two German shepherds. Both dogs were reportedly subsequently returned to the Biden family home in Wilmington, Delaware, last week. The exact condition to the condition is unknown, as the White House has not responded to a request for comment on the report. Major, who is three years old, was adopted by Biden and his wife from an animal rescue in 2018, making him the first ever rescued dog to live in the White House. And according to sources in the know about the dog demeanor at the White House, Major has been known to display agitated behaviors on multiple occasions, including jumping, barking, and charging at staff and security prior to the alleged biting incident. Meanwhile, Champ, who is 13 years old, has slowed down physically due to his advanced age. Champ has been with the couple since 2008. Both Champ and Major moved into the White House in January, less than a week after Biden's inauguration. Justin Bieber has uh, overlooked uh, women issues in the past. The yummy hitmaker has confessed he wasn't empathetic towards women when he was younger, and he didn't he didn't understand many of the issues surrounding gender equality inequality. But is learning every day in the hopes of becoming more informed. Posting on Instagram as he marked International Women's Day on Monday, March 8, he explained, saying, "Quote: I know I've been naive and I haven't been empathetic towards women in the past, and I have overlooked their struggles. I'm learning." Every day beside my wife, as I see all of the struggles she faces that I will never have to face. And I'm committed to being better and more aware of the struggle women face that men never will. Women, you are superheroes and deserve to be celebrated today and every day, unquote. Justin is married to Holly, uh, Haley Bieber, with whom he tied a knot in 2018. The singer is currently gearing up for the release of his new studio album, Justice. Lady Gaga dog napping might have not been a regular incident. The shallow hitmaker has gotten her stolen French bulldogs back safely, but authorities are said to believe that it may be a possible part of a gang initiation as they are investigating the unlawful act which resulted in the shooting of the singer's dog walker, Ryan Fisher. Revealing the status of the investigation into the 34-year-old pop star dog napping incident was TMZ. And on the reason why the ordeal was believed to be part of some gang initiation, sources spilled to the outlet that similar crimes have taken place around the Los Angeles area. The theory was also triggered by surveillance footage of the incident. The clips saw that uh, Gaga canines were not even near Fisher at the time of the snatching. The dogs were on the dog, the dog napper's side, which made it easier for them to take the dogs into the car. Yet the Thugs still shot Fisher multiple times in the chest. Now, since the case is still under investigation, uh, Lady Gaga was ordered not to pay the province 500000 reward to a woman who handed over her dogs, Koji and Gusta, until the latter was cleared by cops. The police initially believed the woman was uninvolved and unassociated in the crime. 
Gaga's dog napping took place on February 24th. Upon learning that her beloved pooch had been snatched away from their walker, she issued a reward for their safe return. And Dustin Diamond, um, he died a bachelor. The Say by the Bell star was believed to have married girlfriend Jennifer Mitzner in 2009 before splitting four years later, but according to his death certificate obtained by TMZ under the heading of marital status, it read, never married. Diamond, who played Screech Powers on the popular children's show of the late 90s, and Mitzner began dating around 2004 before she suffered a miscarriage in 2005 according to uh, CBS News at the time. Now, Dan Block, a pal of Diamond, confirmed to TMZ that the actor never legally married Mistner. And although Diamond sported a wedding band, he wore it as a sign of devotion to Mistner when he traveled for work. Now, in the years prior to Diamond's death, Block claimed the actor was agitated by his Wikipedia entry, which indicated he had married Mistner. And during the later part of his life, the actor struggled financially. Uh, in desperate need of cash in 2006 to avoid foreclosure on his home, Diamond began uh, hawking shirts that read, quote, I paid $15 to save Screech House. That same year, he released a sex tape chicly titled Saved by the Smell. But in 2014, he admitted that it wasn't entirely him in the video. And on January 12, Diamond had been admitted to a Florida hospital after experiencing severe pain. And after a diagnosis of small cell carcinoma, Diamond passed away on February 1st from lung cancer with his current girlfriend, Tash, by his bedside. And this is according to TMZ. Creation record boss Alan McGee had urged filmmakers to reconsider plans to ask Actor Ewan McGregor to play the musical mogul in a new biopic because he was too good-looking. McGregor's transpotting co-star Ewan Brenmer eventually landed the role of McGee in Creation Stories, but the mastermind behind the bands like Oasis and Primal Screen had revealed the Star Wars actor was initially lined up to portray him. Creation Story premiered last month at the Glasgow Film Festival and is set to be released on Sky Cinema on March 20th. Meanwhile, Ian McGregor was seen last seen in the DC superhero movie Birds of Prey and the fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, which is led by Margot Robbie. His next movie is Long Gesturing, an adaptation of the children's classic story Pinocchio, co-written and co-directed um, the film also features voice cast members like Ron Perlman, Tilda Swinton, Chris, Christoph Waltz, and Kate Blanchett. The actor is also cast for a new crime thriller, The Birthday Cake, where he shares screen with Val Kilmore and Ashley Benson, among others. Uh, Judith and the Black Messiah has been crowned Best Pictures at the African American Film Critics Association Award. The historical drama chronicling the portrayal of Fred Hampton, the Illinois chairman of the Black Panther Party, which ultimately led to his death, picked up a total of four prizes, including breakout director for Shaka King. Daniel Kalua, who portrayed the civil rights icon, and Dominique Fishback, who plays his partner, were also winners, securing the Best Supporting Actor and Actress accolade. Meanwhile, One Night in Miami snagged a trio of awards, Best Director for Regina King, Best Screenplay for Kemp Powers, and Best 
Assemble and the Best Actor and Actress honor went to the late Chadwick Boseman for Mom Rainey Back uh, Black Bottom and Andre 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 Day for the United States versus Billy Holiday. And Soul claimed Best Animation and Best Foreign Film was awarded to Night of the Kings. The full list of winners was announced on Tuesday, March 9th, weeks after Mariah Carey and Mom Rainey Black Bottom director George C. Wolfe were named the respective recipient of the Innovator and Salute to Excellent Accolade. And um, also, um, Eddie Murphy, <laughs> Worst Actor of the Decade win at the Golden Raspberry Award in 2010, that's what prompted him to take a break from Hollywood. The Coming to America star feelings were hurt when he was named the worst actor after a string of flops, and he told Mark Mar- Moran, uh, Moran that the the WTF podcast, the Razzies, mentioned really got to him. And this is what Eddie Murphy said. He said he was uh, he was making these crappy movies, and he was like, this this is not fun. And he said he was really um, taken aback because they had given him this Razzie Award, and he couldn't believe that they gave him this Worst Actor Award. So he thought to himself, maybe it's time for me to take a break. And he said that when he went to take a break, he said he was only going to take a year, and then all of a sudden a year went to six years. And he was just sitting on the couch, and he sat on the couch, and he just couldn't get off the couch. But... He don't want the last bunch of movies that they see him do be BS. He also added that the plan was to go do Dolomite, is my name, host Saturday Night Live, coming to America, and then do stand-up and see how he felt afterwards. At least then they'll know that he was still funny. Murphy is well on his way, his new Coming to America sequel is ahead in his turn as uh, filmmaker Rudy Ray Moore in Dolomite Is My Name earned Eddie the Redemer Award at 2019 Razzies and a Golden Globe nomination. Um, right now we have 14 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another music break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere. <laughs> I'm over. 
that was Van Jess and Come Over. I'm starting to be a fan of these two young ladies. I love them, love their groove, love their music. Well, we got, uh, wow, time is going fast. We only got 10 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, uh, Amy Schumer, abusive ex-boyfriend, chased her with a knife and peed on her in the shower. Uh, During the interview on Paris Hilton, uh, this is Paris podcast, the train wreck actress and comedian opened up about her formerly abusive relationship, telling the heiress that the man who she dated in her early 20s really wanted to hurt her and even chased her with a knife. Recalling one particular humiliating incident. Uh, She said, quote, one time she was in the shower, she opened the shower curtain, and he just laughed at her. He he even peed on her when she was in the shower. Now, Amy also revealed that the abuse she was subject to in the relationship went pretty far, although it was subtle most of the time. Amy is now happily married to Chef Chris Fisher, with whom she shares a son by the name of Jean. The actress initially wanted to give her son a sibling, and so she underwent in uh, in vitro fertilization to conceive again. She eventually halted her efforts to get pregnant because the IVF treatment took a toll on her. And actress Christina Ricci... uh, Ricci has signed up for another Monster movie. The actress who teamed up with Charlize Theron for Monster will star in Chris Silverton's new movie, Monstrous, which centered on a uh, traumatized woman fleeing from her abusive ex-husband and her seven-year-old son. The film news come as Ricci claimed that her real-life estranged husband, James Herdingen, uh, started abusing her at the end of 2019. In a recent restraining order request, she alleged he beat her and spat at her, dragging her by her wrist into their yard and throwing her into a fire pit during a fight last year. Uh, Hydrogen lawyer or attorney Larry Bakeman claimed that Ricci is the abusive partner, telling TMZ her conduct was fueled by alcohol and substance abuse. But filmmaker Silverson is uh, thrilled that Ricci has signed on for the film despite the life-imitating art drama. And Samuel L. Jackson, John David Washington, and Daniel Brooks are reportedly set to star in a Broadway revival of The the Piano Lesson and a subsequent movie adaptation. According to a report, uh, Jackson's wife, Latanya, uh, Latanya Richardson Jackson, will direct the Broadway production of the August Wilson play when it premieres in 2022. Following that, a film will be made, although with a different director. Washington's dad, Oscar-winning actor Denzel Washington, previously revealed he would be producing the film and had tipped Barry Jenkins to helm it. However, it has never been reported that a different director is being lined up to take charge of the movie. And according to Broadway World, the piano lesson is set in 1936 Pittsburgh and follow the lives of the Charles family as they deal with themes of family at legacy and more in deciding what to do with an heirloom, the family piano. Drake has promised Fans, certified lover boy is in the pot and coming soon. The Tootsie Sly hitmaker has given an update on the delayed record and teased it's currently being chefed in every way possible as he revealed that he's been cooking up tunes once again with some heavyweight producers. Speaking on Ovo Sound Radio, Drake said he didn't have an exact date, but it's in the pot and it's coming soon. 
This week we saw the 34-year-old rapper release three new songs on Scary Hour 2, and after teasing a follow-up to his 2018 EP Scary Hours, the hip-hop superstar delivered three new tracks on the sequel, What's Next, Wants and Needs, featuring Little Baby, and Lemon Pepper Freestyle with Rick Ross. Certified Lover Boy was delayed in order for Drake to focus on his recovery from knee surgery. The album was originally scheduled for release early this year. And Cardi B is the first female rapper to achieve the Recording Industry Association of America Diamond Single Certification status. Bodak Yellow, Cardi's first number one single, launched her career and quickly went on to become one of the most commercially successful hip-hop songs of all time. The RIAA confirmed the news on Tuesday, tweeting and congratulating Cardi for being the first female to achieve this single award. And the news come after Cardi hinted she was awaiting a crazy surprise in a video she shared to social media. And Tom Cruise reportedly visited a COVID-19 vaccination center last week to thank the frontline workers administrating vaccines to vulnerable patients. The actor is said to have stopped off at a center in London where he met with NHS staff who had been working tirelessly amid the ongoing pandemic. Tom's special visit comes after he went viral in December after a video surfaced of him raging at crew members on the set of Mission Impossible uh, 7, which had been filming in the U.K., for not socially distancing on set amid fears a COVID breakout could have shut down production. Well, that's going to do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. Remember, this weekend is the start of daylight saving time. Make sure you set your clock one hour forward because we lose an hour so you won't be so you can be to work on time and school on Monday morning. Also, the 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 64th annual Grammy Awards will take place this coming Sunday night on CBS. Check your local listings at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. So make sure you take a watch at that. Well, uh, guys, make sure you have a great week. Stay safe. Wear your mask. Make sure you social distance. Get your vaccination, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.